is up, everybody? Uh, super pumped for you to be joining us from our very first episode here of MACT, the podcast that is happening here in Clinton Township from our office involving two exquisite companies being MacDon and Associates Real Estate through EXP and also Royal Oath Insurance. I'm Rory McDonald, and I'm joined by my business partner and uh, good friend, yeah. Brian Edwards here. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Um, Rory, awesome. We've been uh, dreaming about doing this podcast for a long time. Um, I am the president, CEO, founder of Royal Oath Insurance Group here at Canal and Hayes in Clinton Township. Um, been at the business here as an agency about 10 years and uh, launching a new venture as a fully independent insurance agent with multiple options for, for our customers. Also doing the day-to-day of MacDown Associates real estate team with you. Yeah. Been doing that all going on, what, a couple years? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be two years in September. Yeah. So exciting times around here. And uh, also we're joined today by uh, Dominic Check, who's been on the insurance team. He's one of our insurance agents, multi-line producer, CMU graduate, uh, sports extraordinaire. He's got a, a million... Uh, I don't know, pieces of information is had about sports at any given time. I can never think about Dom. You can t- never tell him any fresh news about sports because he usually has already read it. He often it's collects a lot of BS. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to have some in your back pocket. Fair so. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Dom, you've been with us about five years, right? Yeah. And yeah. A lot of your focus is on uh, what's your focus from the day to day? Uh whether it's personal lines, clients or, or commercial clients really tending to their needs, um, providing solutions, you know, taking stuff to market and, you know, trying to, trying to close some business. So find the best solution for yeah. them, right? So auto, yeah. home, yeah, life auto, insurance, home, life, uh, a lot of business insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of commercial business. Um, we're really getting that stuff ramped up. Uh, personal line side, um, you know, a lot of that too, working with a lot of mortgage lenders, real estate agents, um, trying to help their clients out and, you know, put them in the best spot. You yeah. Know, you know, absolutely. One of the pieces of the puzzle, they got to get knocked off. So yeah. awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And to your right across from me is actually your brother, Damien Check. Damien is a graduate of Michigan State University, four-year hockey player at Michigan State. And did a little stint here recently. He left us, came back to us because he got called up to play pro hockey for. Uh, I played a weekend with the Florida Everblades, and actually, they just won the Kelly Cup final in the East. So you're East a Coast. champ. So you're gonna get a well, ring. You're, you're probably East gonna Coast get a ring. Champ. So I, uh, I joke with my buddies about that because I'm like, well, I technically played a weekend with them. Yeah. But <laughs> the only issue is after that, I ended up going to Charleston, South Carolina, to play. Um, was it about six weeks? Yeah. About six weeks with them. So I think in, in that scenario, I actually don't deserve a ring. No, nope, I, I ended up playing I ended up playing against Florida. Um, you are a champion. How'd you guys do against Florida? Not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but we were coming off uh, a long bus ride and yeah. Um you know, that makes things tough. Yeah. And they are a championship team. Yeah. And uh, South Carolina wasn't. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Well, the cool thing was so uh, I downloaded this app and I, I think I, I think I probably still need to cancel it, but I, uh, 30 bucks a month, yeah, I think 30 bucks a month, right? <laughs> probably, probably. So, uh, I would go home on the weekends and we would sit around my neighbors and I, we watched Dave play. It was actually pretty exciting. The funny thing is I never knew what he was actually saying. Cause he, they weren't mic'd up, but somehow every game, there was a major fight that broke out right around you and somehow you slid out of it and just let the guys fight <laughs> you know that's like a specialty being a, a smaller i guess when i say smaller you know i'm not six foot three on the ice so i, I really <laughs> yeah. gotta watch out um in situations like that because i don't need my face caved in especially when i'm coming back to work you know yeah. i wasn't and you uh, have a pretty face so that yeah, helps. yeah yeah so yeah, um, single ladies just in case usually case, no. usually i was pretty good at starting it and then i was the first one out to be like yeah and someone else has got to take over here so. 
so master pot stirrer. Oh yeah, I, I took yeah. pride in that. It yeah, was, you do uh, that a little bit in the office too, which is awesome. Yeah, and then next thing I know, I'm not around, and <laughs> three other people are, are doing so. Someone's got to do it. Someone's yeah. got to keep uh, things lively around here. Yeah. So, go. what's your focus in the office, Dave? So, I'll, essentially, I'm going to piggyback off Dom. Um, you know, same thing, personal lines, um, just helping out the clients. You know, getting referral. Uh, partners, whether that be mortgage, um, dealerships, realtors, anybody that can help send you potential clients uh, is a big thing. Um, again, piggybacking off Dom, I don't want to say everything he said, but essentially everything that he's done, um, I'm working on my life insurance license, still need to get that. But other than that, basically the same thing he he does here. Yeah. And so if it's it's fair to say if somebody has any something to insure, we probably have a market for it, right? Auto, yeah. home, yeah. life insurance, especially this summer, toys. We're gonna get into travel in this episode, talking about that, but a lot of people have taken boats out, a lot of people, you know, jet skis, campers, all those kind of things. We have markets for it, something you guys deal with on a day to day basis. So um, yeah, exciting guys, welcome. This is a lot of fun. We've been dreaming about this for a minute. Rory, why don't you get into a little bit of why we started this in the first place? Yeah. So um, just the, it, it all started with a dream. We were sitting in the it office. It was all a dream. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we were like sitting Biggie in the Smalls office. There. Can we roll it? <laughs> we were sitting okay. in the Ethan's here. He's producer of our podcast. Could could you maybe throw in Biggie Smalls during that for me? Yeah. yeah. Make me Perfect. sound just a little better. All just right. got to make sure YouTube is okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we, we were sitting in the office one day and we, we always, I mean, reality is, is when you surround yourself with people who are doing business and who are um, interacting with people on a consistent basis that um, it, they enjoy doing business with, you have really good conversations, whether that's a loan officer, you and I having a conversation, I'm real estate, you're uh, revolving around the insurance side of things or a, uh, um, a local business owner or a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could go down the list, right? An For investor, sure. but one of the things that we really started to notice is the more we had these conversations, the more we learned. Yeah. And the more we learned, we were able to use that information as a means of better, better um, providing uh, information, um, tactics of how to approach certain situations from an insurance perspective or a real estate perspective. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to take all this information, throw it together and be able to provide it for you guys that are here watching in a way that's digestible, but also in a way that you can take and use practically uh, in your everyday life. So that's, that's the point of this podcast. So some of the things that you can expect on here, we're always going to, it's always going to be fun. We're always going to have good conversations because that's just who we are. Uh, we enjoy having fun conversation. We're, we're going to talk sports. We got two hockey players. Brian played play baseball growing up and still super into it. Big Tigers fan. Yeah. Um, I played football and I have 31 favorite teams. <laughs> <laughs> who All, don't you like? Oh, the Lions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The worst of the worst. I didn't know that. I mean, I haven't heard you say it a million I mean, times. Yeah. So anyways. Um, You're wearing their colors, just so you know. It's going to be a it's big, also it's the, gonna be a big day when Rory misses the parade because he's not invited. I know. You know <laughs> I get we've been doing this since the 50s. But yeah, exactly. The parade, right. Yeah. <laughs> he won't be there. He won't be invited. The Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I'm really excited for, for what this is going to be. So, uh, something that. Uh, if you guys are watching this, ways that you can potentially interact with what it is that's happening here, topics that you would love to have covered. There's topics that you want to have covered within this podcast. That is something that we definitely want to get into. And then the second thing is, is if you're a local business owner, we don't just want to shout you out and have conversations about you on here. We actually want to have you physically come into our studio, yep. have a conversation with us about your expertise in your field, whether that's slinging coffees, uh, knowing how to, how to brew beer at a local beer distributor, uh, selling cars, building car. I mean, you can go down the list, local home builders, uh, investors. I mean, we, there's we a ton of manufacturers around here. A lot of, uh, actually a lot of guys who make golf league are involved in that. Um, you know, just a number of businesses. You're a small local business. Uh, we'd love to highlight your business, you coming on here. Right? For sure. For sure. Yep. Um, and that even goes to people who are electricians or, you know, we, we have a guy who I talked to recently. He's a, he owns a garage door company. We want to have him on. Um, these are all things that we want to be able to provide for our community here in Clinton Township, where I live in Richmond, where you guys are at in Royal Oak, uh, in Marysville, where you grow up. Like these are the things that we want to provide to the community that's watching this. And so, um, yeah, help us out with that for being able to provide that for, for you all. But 
Um, today, we're going to get in a little bit of the fun of summer. I'm going to let you kind of introduce this yeah. topic because, dude, if there's anybody in this office who's a traveler, bro. Yeah, it's true. It's you. I do love to travel. One of the whole reasons why I'm an entrepreneur is so is to leave. I, so I can leave <laughs> and travel. Seriously, love it. Um, and while, while uh, I, I'm going to tell a story recently, a fun story about me traveling with family. Uh, while I'm doing that, if you guys think about if if you were to recommend somebody outside, never been to Michigan, right? Because today's, by the way, first first day of summer, right? Yep. 21st of June. And it's going to be 20 or 98 degrees out. Yeah. There's a band named after today's temperature. Yeah. The boy band. Yeah. You never heard of them? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Could you sing a little bit? I honestly, I just know that they exist. Yeah. I don't know any of their songs. I'm sure. I saw your their posters in your office, but. Only right. one poster. <laughs> Signed by it's, the entire band. <laughs> and it's seven foot tall. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so I. If you were to describe Michigan to people, because I get all the time, because I, I grew up in Indiana, I've lived in five states in my life. People are like, why would you choose to live in Michigan? And I'm like, Michigan summers, it, it nothing beats Michigan summers, right? There's, uh, you know, we're the Great Lakes state. We have lakes, they say what, within six six miles of anywhere you stand in Michigan, you're, yeah. with, you're within six miles of a lake. It might even be six minutes. It, it could be, yeah. who knows, but... Anyway, it's a fantastic state. So um, I'm going to tell a story about recently traveling. Um, you guys tell, if you're not from the state of Michigan, where where's your favorite place to travel? A couple places you like to travel. Something you're doing this summer. We're all golfers, right? So I'm sure we'll talk a lot about uh, golf. Well, Rory, Rory likes to golf. He's trying. I'm not that great at it, but I love He's it. Trying. I do a lot of it. He's trying. He's You're trying pitiful. to get into it. You're trying to get into it, right? Rory drives the cart for us. <laughs> Rory's got to drink a beer and smoke some cigars. Now. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So anyway, um, traveling recently with the family. Uh, always a good time. I've got four kids. And um, it was one of those things where I we had just stopped. It's late at night. I don't want to stop again um literally like just got off the exit use the restroom got all the kids back in everybody falls asleep and i have this moment where i've got to pee again because i have been chugging red bull and coffee and water and i'm like all right i think i can maneuver this where i can actually pee in a cup <laughs> while driving right and somehow managed to throw it out the window and and remain unscathed which was an absolutely stupid idea paper cup everybody he was paper thinking cup. about the animals and the turtles <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah paper cup paper cup no i didn't say i was gonna throw it out you know i wasn't gonna litter oh you know? i could throw the pee out so right. use it again yeah. 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 yeah so it's sterile i got myself situated i'm peeing in this cup rolling down the down the road and i go to throw the pee out of the window and it comes right back in my face <laughs> my son my son sitting behind me i'm sure it doused him and uh, my wife's next to me and she's kind of sleeping like on like the console kind of like this and i'm like i'm freaking out because i'm like holy crap i got pee all over my face right now uh I'm laughing at myself, but I'm also like, I'm like, Liz, I was like, will you, I'm like, please wake up. And I was like, please give me the hand sanitizer. And I have this like aerosol spray sanitizer. She's like, what is going on? And I'm like, uh, I just threw pee out the window and it came back in my face. She's like, is that what that was? So it went on her. I'm now spraying my face <laughs> like this, like sunscreen. <laughs> And then I get into a sneezing fit because I have so much hand sanitizer all over my face. It was just, it was an absolute nightmare. Oh gosh. I still don't think this day that my son knows that he's probably dousing pee, but <laughs> we got him with wet wipes when we stopped next. Yeah. Moral of the story, if you got to pee, don't be a hero. Just, <laughs> just pull over. Just pull over. Just pull over and go pee again, even if oh you my just gosh. so. Uh, so that was my travel story. What are some of your favorite places to travel in Michigan? Who wants to go first? So 
I'll go first. Unless you're going. Sounds like you no, have go, ahead. go ahead. So one of my, I, this year I am, uh, we have some friends who have a cabin up in Gaylord. Okay. And then um, my wife, actually, she surprised me with this the other day for Father's Day. I'm getting a, um, she gave me a, a fishing charter, salmon charter out in the west side of Michigan. On no Lake way. Michigan. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. So I'm going to, I'm prompt, I'm pumped. I'm taking, going my, my buddy, Isaac Tapa. He owns yeah. the uh, garage door company. It, it's, it's going to be sweet. So we're doing like a, an all day charter. We're going to meet in empire. I think it is yep. it's like Traverse city area. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go out and do that. I've never been out on a boat in Lake Michigan. So that'll be sweet. First of all, very cool. And then you leave with all this fish. It's going to be great. Yeah. Especially salmon, right? Yeah. It's good stuff. So yeah, I'm pumped about that. That's but. fantastic. Yeah. Fishing is an ultimate in um, anywhere really in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, we live Lake St. Clair is honestly one of the best all sports lakes in the entire world. Yeah. I mean, you can catch what there's musky out there, mm-hmm. small mouth, a lot of tournaments, mouth, yeah. tons of tournaments. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you turn on Saturday TV and the fishing shows are actually recorded out yeah. there. So yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, man, as far as where I like to travel in Michigan, uh, up north is just kind of synonymous with with going anywhere outside of Metro Detroit. I feel like, but uh, I do like just the the Grand Traverse area. Um, I have uh, family in Sutton's Bay, so I, I do nice. enjoy going up there. Um, a lot of breweries, wineries, family usually. So give those who don't maybe know Michigan that well, Sutton's Bay. Where where would that be? Like north? Oh, uh, like City, right? yeah. Um, what north? Let's see. It's north, uh, it's about... northwest, northwest of Traverse <laughs> need, City. Need yeah. to get, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that's in the um, what Leelanau Peninsula. Yep. Um, so it's it's up there, but uh, I mean, luckily, uh, as soon as you get out of Metro Detroit, I mean, it's it's really just taking seventy five to to Gaylord, and yeah. um, you know, finding your way up into that area. So uh, it's not. Uh, I wouldn't say it's too difficult to get to get up there, but I, that's where I usually at least go. What do you guys um, do up there? Go to some of the wineries? Do you? Uh, uh, yeah, we uh, out on the water. Yeah, we we really like. Uh, uh, my aunt and uncle do have a boat, so we do go out in the bay. Um, might tinker around in Lake Michigan, but usually stay around the bay. Uh, we really enjoy going to um, Bluestone Winery. Mm-hmm. We usually, you know, do that annually. Uh, it's a really nice winery, like modern um uh building that they have out there so we'll usually go up there uh for a day really like to hit hop lot uh, i'm sure some people are familiar with oh yeah with uh and that keeps expanding hop um, lot hop lot okay. it is a brewery and they actually have a massive um outdoor section with bags um they always got oh. live music uh let's see what, what else? i'm trying to think what else they usually have there but great atmosphere great great bar yeah. food you know um so yeah, I mean, we usually do that at least once a year. Um, yep. But uh, and but besides that, just the golf. I mean, I there's too many courses to yeah. really name, but oh, yeah, um, I love getting up there, the pace of play up there, and uh, just beautiful courses. The the yeah. scenery is the greens are a little bit different up there, right? I feel like everywhere is a little <laughs> bit, you know, a little bit different. But you can uh, put uphill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're rolling at a ten sometimes, yeah, and then exactly, the wind. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, oh yeah, playing is a little it, bit of mountain golf. Is it Acadia Bluffs that's up there too that you guys yeah. really love? Yeah, Arcadia. Yeah, it's Arcadia. Awesome. Arcadia Bluffs. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. That's a premier course in Michigan. You have really? to play if you can. In fact, um, I just looked at booking something for August, and they only have Twilight left, which is after like four o'clock. Ah, you if you want to get out there, you truly it doesn't matter if it's a, a Monday or a Saturday, you have to book probably by the beginning of May wow. or, or you're not getting on the course. They have two courses there. Um, they have the one that is actually um, some of the holes are on Lake Michigan. Um, tons of undulation, tons of uh, just it's it's a beautiful scenery. The, the clubhouse is amazing. But then across the street to accommodate um, some of these weekend trips and stuff, they actually built uh, a south course, which hmm. is um if you're into golf, it's a link style play. It's it's totally different um, style play than having like more of kind of like the mountain type views or whatever. So gotcha. really, actually, that's a tough course. Really? <laughs> Probably one of the toughest courses I've ever played. So, yeah. All right. But it's fun. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Good, good, good spot to choose there, Dom. I, I agree with you. There's a million things to do, um, not to mention the 
like amount of agriculture that Michigan has, which then feeds into these breweries, feeds yeah. into the wineries. Yeah. You know, um, I just don't think that people, if you're not from Michigan, you're, you're not familiar with that. But that's that's been a, a major tourist thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you did. You know, I, I do love the Traverse City area. Um, again, like Dom said, like it's, a, it's we spend, you know, some some good time up there. I think a very underrated spot is Mackin Island. Um, for me, there's something about not having cars. Um, you know, you can just walk everywhere. I'm very like, I like to be active. So I like uh, riding bikes. I like, um, you know, walking places, going on hikes. There's all that there. You can play golf there. Like there's everything there. And then like something about not being in traffic and you can just walk to restaurants or, you know, if you want to go out to a bar, like you can just mosey on back over to your hotel room sometime after. Yeah. Like, there to me, it's a really cool spot. I, I again, like if you're not from Michigan, you probably don't even know what it is, and it's a very unique spot to be at. And I think, um, you know, between that, the Traverse City area, some places on the east side, like it's it's all a very cool area. But um, I do love the the Mackin Island. Yeah. Well, so to set it up right so you drive to Mackinac city right yep and then you have to take a ferry across because there's like you said there's there's no motorized vehicles allowed on the island correct the the only motorized vehicles are they have like a, an, ambulance an ambulance and a fire truck yeah. right so yeah. outside of that it's horses <clears throat> carriages they're they're famous for their fudge right oh, yeah. Mackinac island fudge you have to get that if you go there there's an um, airport there is an airport. It's actually, there's actually a golf course mm -hmm. and the airport is on the, I don't know what side of the island that is, maybe north side, whatever. I, it's, I think sure. it's opposite of where everything is happening. Correct. So, it might so be the north yeah. side, you yeah. actually can see planes land as you're on one of the holes on the jewel. The jewel is the golf course that's there. It's kind of a cool setup because if you golf all 18, you start on the front side and then you have to take a carriage back. They take uh, your clubs and you also they give you like a box lunch to eat while you go 20 minutes back in the woods to to that side of the island which is where the airport is and the the other nine of the golf course and it's yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous and some of that overlooks the lake as well yeah and there's some cool like because you get to the front part of the island and there's obviously a majority of the stuff is there but there's a lot of restaurants on like the back side as well that like you horse and buggy back there 20 minutes and then you're like where am i Next thing you know, you're at like a restaurant and it's really cool. It's back in the woods. And yeah. there's a few like that that are, are really unique. For sure. Yeah. Mackinac Island is one of those places I always love. You take the kids there. There's stuff to do for there's always stuff to do for kids. Awesome spot if you're a single, single guy, single girl going over there and you're going with some friends or, you know, I I, I know people have gone gone to Mackinac Island strictly just on a on a honeymoon. Like it is oh, yeah. it is the yeah. all encompassing what do you want to do? Uh, space and then uh, the la the last time that we went up, we haven't been in a long time because I've got a three year old and a five year old. And if you ever try camping with your kids, it is the worst. The whole campground is awake. But there's a campground in Mackinac City called Mackinac Mill Campground. So if you go up, you're going up towards the bridge. You almost you, I I don't know the name of the road that you come to. It's like M29 or something like that. But just before you get to the bridge, you turn off on this road. You follow it around. Yeah. And eventually you get to the point where you, you come to this campground called Mackinac Mill Campground. You drive all the way up in their their uh, their spaces for camping, for putting a tent down, are right on the water. Like you're you're on, I think that's like Huron. You're on Lake Huron. You can see the Mackinac Bridge. You can see Mackinac Island, a sweet spot. But if I'm being 100% honest, if we ever take the kids up there, I am 100% Airbnb. I am never... <laughs> I am not putting my kids in a tent ever again. It was the worst experience of my whole life. Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. So, um, I I would agree with you. And also, um, another spot that I think would be fantastic, which I think goes into the Airbnb thing, is uh, one of my favorite spots is Grand Haven. Yeah, um, that's on, on the, the west, west side of the yeah, state. Okay. So, uh, people from Illinois, uh, people from Indiana, they hit that spot a lot. Um, one of the nicest beaches I would say out there, they have a coast guard festival every year. Um, but again, one of those places that if you're going to stay, they do have a campground, but it's actually right on the beach. 
And so you can actually pull your RV right up and on the beach, which I would not, I hate sand like everywhere. I would highly recommend not doing that. Some people do though. So, yeah. um, but they have the best nachos there that I've ever tasted in my life. There's a little restaurant there called Kirby's. It sits on the corner as you're going into downtown, you sit up on the rooftop, eat nachos, um, just watch what's going on on the beach. There's a lot of live music there, go shopping downtown. Um, but if you're again, one of those places, if you don't reserve an Airbnb or a hotel or whatever, uh, it, six to eight months in advance, you're probably not going to stay in Grand Haven. You're probably yeah. going to stay 40 minutes outside of it and just visit the beach there. So my gosh. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, the whole Airbnb concept is actually pretty fascinating, right? Yeah. I mean, you're seeing that a lot in real estate. People are buying, um, homes in Florida. I know, uh, our friends, uh, bought something on Siesta key last year, rented out it more than pays for, you know, the mortgage on it. Um, it's also a, a vacation spot for them. Um, that whole story of even how it started is f fascinating, right? I mean, you have all these companies that are um, kind of virtual, right? I mean, Airbnb is the largest real estate company in the world, technically, right? And it's they, up there. And, yeah. they, and they own no real estate. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty brilliant. <laughs> so they're basically just a brokering out rentals for yeah. people right and using their property kind of like an uber or lyft or something like that the whole story was basically a couple roommates in california there's this convention that comes in town every year and they decided to help make money to pay for their mortgage because they were kind of struggling they would rent out a room and they would rent out an air mattress and then give you know, basically the, whoever the person was a breakfast for it. So it's air bed and breakfast is how it first started. And it just absolutely took the travel industry by storm. Um, I know we've rented Airbnbs before, um, pretty fantastic experience. I think people kind of go above and beyond to stand out even from hotels, gives you kind of that home feel, um, home away from home sort of thing. Um, but yeah, they're a fantastic way too, for people to, to make rental income. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we're seeing that. We're seeing that all over the place. Michigan, you know, you, you place on the water. A lot of people are doing that where they're buying, you know, a little bit, you know, grandma and grandpa's old, old cabin that they used to go up and visit and they're using it as rental property. They're yeah. going up two or three, uh, two or three weeks out of the year for themselves. And they're ice fishing in the winter. Cause that's, you know, that's spice space. They can use that to do that and rent it out the rest of the time for people and yeah. getting three, four, $500 a night for a, for a three bedroom house. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. But that's one of the methods that a lot of people use. There's this guy by the name of David green. He's a, um, he runs a podcast. Um, Bigger pockets is what it's called. And he has people on that talk through his method called the burr method. Have you, have I mentioned this to you guys before or no? The burr uh, method. I don't I think, think so. I've heard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the burr method involves buying a piece of real estate B. Yeah. Uh, renovating that piece of real estate. Mm -hmm. That's the next R. Um, refinancing the real estate, renting the real estate, and then finally repeating. So you pulled all the money out by refinancing. I can now, I now have the funds in cash to be able to purchase the property next door because I pulled them out and the value of the property has increased because I've renovated it. Meanwhile, it's generating income, paying its mortgage, paying the taxes, paying the insurance, which is another thing we need to talk through because that's a completely different thing for, right, right. for Airbnb specifically, but it's paying for all these things, generating income. Oh yeah. And I'm going to buy the other one down the street too. Okay. So now you're creating a, basically a, um, the ability to um, have multiple streams of income from multiple different properties all within general proximity to each other. It's a pretty sweet setup. So um, we're seeing people do that like crazy. Here in Michigan, it's huge. Traverse City area, Mackinac City area. Mackinac Island is really big for Airbnbs. Yeah. You get into Caseville, Port Austin, Grand Haven, Ludington. I mean it's everywhere that people are Airbnb right now. Um, and then not to mention out of state, Florida, Tennessee, yeah. California, Texas. I mean, it's, it's a big, big, big industry right now. Right. Well, even, uh, excuse me, even just bigger cities too. I mean, if you've got a group of people coming in from out of town and you've got, you know, let's just say six to eight people, it makes more sense financially to, uh, rent an Airbnb more times than not than, 
you know, getting a hotel with four room or four or two beds and, yeah. you know, trying to pack people in. So, um, even the bigger cities too, yeah. you know, for like weddings or yeah, like and, weddings, yeah. um, you know, people, at least in my experience, I, I know, man, I, I had a couple weddings last summer and, uh, we always stayed in the Airbnb, you know, hotel was never even an option, you know, yeah, yeah. you were down in Clearwater, weren't you? In, in yeah. We, Airbnb. I mean, even when we went down, uh, uh, for one of my buddies, uh, you know, bachelor parties, we, we did stay at a, a big Airbnb on the beach kind of case in point. If you can get yeah. something on the water, right. There's a good chance you're going to be able to, to rent it out, you know, no, no issues, you know, whatsoever. Sure. Um, but yeah, even just in the city, I was in Grand Rapids, we rented a really nice Airbnb. Um, it had everything we needed, uh, multiple bathrooms. Everybody could be in the same spot. Um, so, you know, it really well, across the board your groceries too, right? I mean, you're not well, gonna, yeah, you're you can, at a hotel you're eating. Out, that's the thing yeah, is you can, you, know? you can make your own food, you know, at the, at the Airbnb and a lot yeah. of them, they give you the amenities to, um, pots, you know, pans, pots, pans, uh, grills, all that good stuff. You know, it, it definitely, you play your cards, right? You could definitely save some money yeah. depending on where you go. Yeah. We yeah. went to, uh, last fall, about eight of us, same thing. Um, Michigan State was playing Miami in football, and we thought like that. Been, How'd they do? How'd they do? I mean, Just curious. Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth, my my boy Kenneth Walker went off. Jane Reed went off. Um, really good season by them, but we won't talk about them right now. Um, but anyway, we like there was about eight of us, and we're like, hey, like we want to go down there. Um, hotels in Miami are expensive, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know, if we want to go down and play a little golf, like let's try to find something that. First off, a lot of us haven't seen each other in a while that we're not just packed in hotel rooms and, you know, four go here, four go here, and then you never see each other. We're like, well, let's find a Airbnb. And we were able to find one in Miami. I think, I mean, obviously it, it roomed eight people. There was two bathrooms, kitchen, living room. It worked out great. It, it really did. And it, it was way cheaper. You know, I think it was only like maybe 400 bucks a guy, 300 bucks a guy, which to get a place like that, it's essentially a condo right? in that city. Like oh, yeah. it's, it's way cheaper. And then, um, same thing happened two weeks ago. We were out in Buffalo. We did a golf trip, kind of the same group of guys in it. Like we didn't even think to get a hotel. It was like, Hey, we'll get an Airbnb right on the, right on Lake Erie. We'll be able to house everyone, cook food, all sit together in a living room. You know, like yeah. if you're in a hotel, you can't do that. Yeah, you're, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, you're all, you know, whether you're playing cards or, or whatnot, you're all together. It's way cheaper. And I I honestly think Airbnb is really the, the way to go, at least with a big group. Sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Great, great opportunity for investment, right? For people to make some money there, um, which I want you to talk here in a few minutes, kind of about the housing market, what you see there. Yeah. Maybe for some investors, if it's the right time to buy right now or not. I'm hearing conflicting information. Um, but back to these Airbnbs from an insurance perspective, we get it all the time, right? Because in Michigan, th- there's a lot of people, especially in Metro Detroit, um, Grand Rapids, some of the bigger cities, they own their primary house, but then they have a seasonal property too. And it's usually up north. And it's funny, what we call up north may not be up north to people who are in the middle of the state, but it's north of us. So um, a lot of times you get seasonal homes in the Traverse City area, Gaylord, you know, all across the state. It's not their primary home. And uh, they might have had a cottage in their family for 20, 30 years. And now this concept of, hey, I can rent this property out, put it online, you know. And the last thing that people usually think of is the insurance aspect. But what we always want to bring to mind, and it's one of our questions we ask if we're, you know, quoting a seasonal property is, is this used for a business purpose, right? Are you renting it out VRBO, Airbnb, you know, on one of these websites, you have a management company that's, you know, managing the property, what's going on? So Dom, you run across this, right? You, you've done a lot of seasonal homes. What, what's, what's something somebody needs to make sure they do if they are in fact using it for a quote unquote business purpose and truly are. I mean, you don't want to not disclose that if you have other people in your home using it because the house could burn down, you could have a claim, somebody could get hurt yeah. on the property. What, what do you recommend? Well, 
just like anything else when it comes to insurance uh you know it isn't exactly the most exciting thing people don't want to pay for it you're kind of just required to pay for it um you want to disclose it you know first and foremost a lot of these uh these carriers nowadays they do have uh what are called endorsements or riders and you know it's really just one click of a button on on our part but it uh it basically protects you from that type of exposure um one reason you don't want to lie about it is we've all heard horror stories about uh uh you know individuals feeling like they've been wronged by you know an insurance company um the last thing you want to do is give an, an insurance carrier which it's not up to the agent you know yeah. the agent we we just rep we we represent some of these carriers and you know we bring your 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 home to market and we try to find the the most favorable terms that are going to protect you um you don't want to give any of any of these carriers that handle the claim or um you know anything that could have happened at the house you don't want to give them a reason to deny the claim right and that's where a lot of people get caught up and they get mad you know it, a lot of stuff isn't that much more expensive to add Correct. an endorsement yes. on so yeah. uh make sure you're disclosing that stuff if you do have an airbnb right um and you just ask your your agent you know that they'll they'll talk to the underwriter and figure it out but yeah. you don't want to be put in a spot where you're backed you know in a corner and yeah. um and the insurance company's battling you on something saying they're not going to pay for it well and it's always around a false sense of what something costs yeah right people are like well that costs a lot of money, yeah right well then our question is always well how much do you think it costs yeah and then they're surprised to find out that maybe it might just be a you know hundred dollars a year or whatever yeah. Well, well, the the stance I always take is this: when it comes to like, especially liability, how much does your uh, attorney cost you per hour? I know mine's three hundred dollars an hour. So if I got to pay a hundred dollars for an endorsement that gives me uh, protection for a, a company's attorney to represent me for basically unlimited hours till the problem's resolved, I'm paying that. Heck, yeah. I'm going to pay a thousand bucks because uh, that's three hours with with an attorney 300 bucks an hour almost you know it's just better to just write the small check to to the carrier and yeah. let them write the big checks to to protect you so yeah you know I'll, I'll, it's people just get we and i get this because i'm I, you know i buy insurance myself and people get like oh well i don't know if i should do that or whatever but you really just want to avoid those major catastrophic events and stuff doesn't cost as much as you think it does and it's better just to find yeah. out and just be straightforward with it so, yeah and if yeah. you do if you do have you know a seasonal home and you've got well you've got two homes maybe you've got a few other homes um you know we're we're in the business making sure that you know we are protecting your asset column yeah. um and uh you know it'll those little amounts of money or those little riders um it's always in comparison to what, you know, is the extra 30 bucks to add it on per year really that big of a deal? Right. You know, yeah. for the Someone amount saying of, their one night's going to pay for that itself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. It, it, it's a brand new thing and that's, you know, that's why we bring it up. Yeah. Um, yep. you know, it, Airbnb is, it's a newer concept and a lot of and insurance is always behind with stuff, but yes, there are carriers that are yeah. bringing it. They, they understand that there's a need for it and they're, Right. They're covering it because so. the innovation happens in the market. Right. Yeah. And then the insurance companies have to adjust to, well, how do we do that? Happens in real estate, too. Right. Someone comes up with this concept and you're like, OK, well, how do we adjust to this evolving and new different kind of market and how do we approach it, especially with insurance? It's like, well, you know, we <laughs> basically companies invent new ways to get sued. So yeah, the carriers have to turn around and go, yeah. all right, how do we cover this properly? Yeah. And how do we come up with a product? And how do we get this tight as can be with our attorneys to make sure that we can protect customers from these kind of exposure? You can insure almost anything, right? And most people don't think that every activity that you do usually has some insurance or legality involved in it, even golfing, right? If I golf and I hit somebody in the head with a golf ball and they go to the hospital and they sue me, most people don't know your homeowner's insurance, your liability is for on-premise, but it's also follows you off-premise as well. So there's all of those kind of things. Yeah. Insurance can be boring to a lot of people, but what we find out is once we start educating and talking to people about this stuff and we're like, ah, oh, and here's what we hear. I never thought about that. 
right? It's not a scare tactic. It's not just like you have to decide what your risk is and then how you're going to protect yourself. So for sure, which is, I, this is part of the reason why I love this, love the idea of doing this. This is exactly the idea that I was talking about before. Like I never would have, I mean, first of all, I'm not a golfer, right? You guys know that, but I never would have thought that my homeowner's insurance or my renter's policy would have covered me in anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it's little, little conversations like this, us having it in front of a camera and with a microphone in front of our yeah. face yeah, right. that now we give other people the opportunity to know, yeah. Hey, we want you to know you're covered in these ways yeah. as well as we're also coming from a standpoint of not just people who are owning and running insurance companies and writing policies for, for businesses and selling homes to people and stuff like we're also people, uh, people with the intent of investing in, these markets as well. Yeah, we want to go out and we want to own Airbnbs. We want to go out. We travel. We go to these Airbnbs. Right. We want to know what our coverage is from that perspective of a consumer, yeah. not just somebody who's giving that product, but exactly also right. an yeah. investor too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of that and transitioning like to the housing market now, because there are people that are going to listen to this. They are investors. We are investors. We have a lot of friends that that have properties. Have a lot of clients that have properties. You know, I know myself personally, I'm kind of waiting for for the right opportunity, the right investment to come along, because I would I personally like to be on the other side of the Airbnb transaction, which is I'm the one making the money off of people staying at at my property. Right. So what is the market like? Where is it going? Uh, what's some advice you have for a home buyers, B investors? You know, yeah. is it time to sit on the sidelines right now? Should people just kind of stack cash and kind of, you know, are things going to go back to 2008 and everything's just going to fall apart? And then people with that that are uh, flush with cash are just going to pick up all of these, you know, homes that are on the market. Or are we just going to see kind of like, is it going to spike up? I, I watched something yesterday. I forget who it was, but they said you have to buy right now for the next five years. It's never going to be any cheaper than it's going to be. And then on the other side, I hear, you know, so, so-called experts saying, Oh, the, you know, it's, it's all going to hell in a handbasket yeah. and you know, you uh, just wait and you'll have an opportunity. So, so what is your, you, you spent, you know, four or five years in real estate now, sold a lot of homes, you've had a lot of success, Rory. Um, you're someone who's always reading, always kind of seeing what's going on with the market. You talk to a lot of professionals. What What is your yeah. professional opinion on it? Well, my professional opinion, some, this is a direct quote from somebody who gave me this. You guys ready for this? Yeah. What's the market like? It's unbelievable. This could be unbelievably crappily or unbelievably wonderful. <laughs> so nobody knows, but it's unbelievable. So this is best way that I can describe this. Nobody has a clue. Why are you having such mixed ideas on all this? Nobody has a clue. James Taveggia, who's a really good friend of ours. He is uh, one of the top 500 producers here in the United States uh, over at Caliber officer. Home Loans yeah. as a loan officer, has a team that does over, I think it's over a hundred million a year. It's unbelievable yeah. how much business he does. Um, he said, he, he read a quote from somebody who uh, is super involved with the interest rates and stuff like that yeah. here in the States. And he, he said that um, we still have not seen the lowest interest rates here in the United States. Historically, we still, they will get lower than the 2.5, 2.4, 2.3% that we saw during 2020, 2021. Yeah. So they will get better in terms of the market right now. Um, the biggest reason why things are crazy is there is just no houses on the market, man. We don't have any. It's, it's, it's really frustrating. You go into a neighborhood and you go back five years ago, yeah. you'd have seven, eight, nine houses depending on the size of the neighborhood for every hundred homes you'd have probably about between five and seven houses on the market or pending yeah right now we have maybe one or two okay so so right now the 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 biggest thing that we're seeing is prices continuing to go up even with interest rates being up so you're paying more for the house because it's more expensive you got to pay more you got to outbid somebody right and you're it's going to be higher because you have a higher interest rate your payment's going to go up it's just one of those things that we're not going to be able to, to avoid though. Yeah. Um, that's how it is. And until we see a shift in the move, market. You have like some people have to move because of a job. Yeah. Some people have, um, have to move because they had another child, right? There's, there's, there's always going to be people moving. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you, you can't be like, Oh, okay, well, uh, sorry, I can't move. Right. right so right. you're going to have to buy a home, but you'll probably, if you're selling a home, you'll probably get more for, for yours either. 
for sure. I, I, I think if I'm marry the house, date the rate. Yeah. Right. Right. That the house sense. makes sense. If it fits your family, it fits your, your needs, what it is that you're looking for. Don't deviate. I, I posted something on my Tuesdays with Rory thing uh, just today. Actually, one of the things that I say to people is don't uh, don't be be non-negotiable on your non-negotiables. Yeah. You know, if you need four bedrooms, don't get a three bedroom house. Right. If you need to have a pole barn, don't not get a pole barn or at least the ability to ability to build one. Right. Um, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's a frustration in the market right now is people are going, well, you know, well, I need a house really bad. So I guess this two bedroom house would be perfect for my five kids and my husband and I, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, our dog right. and you know, it's a 1100 square feet in Royal Oak and we don't have a plate. We got to share a bathroom because we only have one, you know, like that's the thing that's so hard in the market sure. right now that people are getting frustrated with. Yeah. Um, I think in the next 18 months, we're going to see a shift happen from a heavy, heavy, heavy seller's market right now. Okay. Supply super low, demand super high for a buyer. You got to buy high. You got to have higher interest rates. You got to have high everything, right? Shifting to more of a balanced market where, you know, the supply matches the number of purchasers. Okay. That's that's what I'm picturing happening. And when that happens, what we'll see is housing prices will begin to come down. You'll start to see more price drops instead of, oh my gosh, that house is listed at 400 and sold at 475. You're going to see the houses listed at 400 that are selling at three 380. Okay. And not having to have all so these crazy little, appraisal little guarantees. Drop, just to kind of balance things out because everything has been a little bit elevated, a little bit yes. spiked. Right? Yes. And it's, it's again, coming back to it, the reason for that is all not revolving around the rates, not revolving around, you know, the, the crashes. It's not, has nothing to do with that. Supply is super low. Yeah. It's just reality. When the supply is really low, the prices go up. If you bought a vehicle in the last two years, you noticed it too, right? Yeah. Price of vehicles is super high. They didn't have any chips. Yeah, but it's all like you said, it's balanced. So, you know, I had I had a vehicle that I just kept having troubles with. And I'm like, I'm just I'm getting rid of this. Well, uh, when I had checked on kind of my trade in price six months prior to that, I actually was going to lose money on my vehicle. Well, I, I got a check at closing for it because yeah. the price, the, the market for used vehicles was so high because of this chip shortage, things like that. So there's always two sides to it, too. Right. You might get more for your house, but you might be paying a little bit more for the other one. In a bad market, your house may not be worth as much and you might be getting a better deal on it. So on one or other side of the transaction, you know, it's just like you said, it, you want to see more balance in the in the uh, economy right now of, of buying and selling homes. Right? Yes, it, especially if I'm an investor. Yeah, especially if I'm an investor. Um, if I'm somebody who's new, who, you know, Maybe I'm renting right now and I'm thinking about potentially purchasing and I don't necessarily need to purchase. Yeah. I would wait. Okay. I that, would wait. Hey, that's great advice. Yeah. Okay. Um, if, if you're a family and you're, you're like, dang, our rent is going up from 1700 bucks a month to 2200 bucks a month. And we're having another child and, blah, you know, go down the list of, of the things of adding to a family. Yeah. Okay. You, you, your payment might be more for two years, but you're going to meet the needs for your family. You're yeah. going to have a place for your kids to do homework. You're, you know what I mean? Like it, it the, the situation differentiates for everybody. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is meeting your needs first and then um, determining whether that means buying or if that means renting for the time being. Yeah. And I think uh, from watching you over the last couple of years, knowing you for the last 10 years, I think something that clients like about you is that you're a straight shooter with them. You, you would give them honest and straightforward advice whether it benefits you or not, right? You're like, yeah. hey, I don't think this is a time for you to buy right now. Let's wait, let's stay in touch. And you've done that, right? You had a client last, I think at the beginning of the year, you've been working with for two years, just trying to find the right and perfect situation. Give or right? take, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's you know what one nice thing, even if you just wanted a consultation on, hey, this is my situation, give me some insight into it. This is where I'm looking. You know, what's a good way to get a hold of you for someone to do that? Um, yeah, a good way to get a hold of me is, I mean, first and foremost, you could do this podcast. You can reach out to us and we'll get your uh, information through this. Um, another way is just reaching out to me uh, through my phone, 586-306-8800. Yeah. You can call me or text me. It's the best way to do it. Um, awesome. To hit on that really quick, though, I know I'm, I'm deviating from the, the, the topics, yeah. but... Um, do what you ever stay on one topic? Nah, dude, no, <laughs> no. But what, what you just said a minute ago, like... Like I, I take a lot of pride and I think that this is not just me. This is everybody sitting in this room. Yeah. I take a lot of pride in 
doing what's right for the person sitting in front of me. Yep. Right. Yep. You have to, yep. you just have to, yep. especially in a world of sales where yep. not everybody's doing that. Correct. Right. I run yep. into real estate agents. You yep. guys run into them too. Loan officers go down the list of people who literally just take care about the one sale that's sitting in front of them, the one closing that's sitting in front of them and not the lifetime of this client, exactly. the lifetime yep. uh, um, ability to, to take care of somebody's family um, not from a financial perspective where I'm gaining, but from a, Hey, I, I don't want you to call me in six months and go, I need right. to get out of here. Yep. It's yeah, that's a scary, that's a scary thing to think through. No, I agree. I agree. It's really about those long-term relationships, right? Just taking care of people doing the right thing. Um, same thing with, you know, including business owners on here, we try and surround ourselves with people who are like-minded and do business in the same way. You know, the money will come, you know, as, as you take care of people, and as you build relationships and as you uh, put yourself out there and and do the right thing, it, it will come. And all of us at different times in this business, if you're in sales, you'll always be tempted to do shortcuts. You'll always be tempted to, you know, uh, not do the right thing or play in the gray or whatever it is. But ultimately, we found the best principle is just take care of people. Yeah. Do what's right for them, you know, and sometimes doing the right thing for them is actually challenging them a bit right? Educating them, pushing them towards what we, they think, um, maybe against what they think they need to do. Yeah. But ultimately, especially in our world, we talked a lot about covering people property. People want to cut corners and price and this and that or whatever. Um, you know, it's just doing the right thing every time for, for the customer. So, yeah. um, good. Yeah. Good. It's good stuff. Guys, any thoughts on that housing market? I know you recent, you guys recently moved, you chose to, you know, you guys are, uh, mid twenties. So you're still, kind of figuring out where you want to live, but right now, uh, where, where you're at's a good spot. You, you rent. Yeah. I think it, I think it goes back to what Rory said, you know, it's gotta be right, right time and place, you know, um, uh, like you said, we are in our, in our mid twenties. Um, and you know, there's no, we don't have any kids. None of us have any kids by the way. Um, but, uh, you know, our situation's different than both of you guys, you know, you've got four kids, you've got, three. Correct. Yeah. Don't yeah. add any right now. Yeah. Don't add any right now, <laughs> but, um, you know, there, everybody's different and that's, that's kind of, you know, yeah. you, you can't, especially with real estate, right? Rory, you can't get, uh, you can't, I don't know what the, the phrase that I'm looking for, but, um, I, well, I think about, in your particular situation, you had you had planned out kind of where yeah you, like where I, so I, I, be, I planned right? where i wanted to be but like you you don't just buy right you don't just buy a house to just buy a house because in six months that's yes. you know you might want to get out yes. of it kind of back to your point so yeah. you know you don't want to get trigger happy with you know whatever comes around you know make sure whatever you're going to do makes sense for you yeah. and your family and um don't you settle. Know, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so we'll kind of end on this but you guys are in a new place you have some new roommates, some old hockey guys that you played with or living with you. How's, how's your new housing situation going? Um, you can disclose if you want to where you live or where you where No, we won't. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're not, I'm not going to put my address. Metro Detroit. Yeah. Uh, if you could put it at the bottom of the screen, yeah. Ethan. Um, um, yeah. Where they, their yeah. address and phone number. Social um, security. No, credit card number. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, no, it's been good. Uh, I've. Like for me, kind of going back, I graduated college at 24. I played junior hockey, so I, I went in a couple of years later. So once I got out of college, I was a little bit older anyway. Yeah. Um. So it's I've only been out for a little bit. And I was not in a position to buy a house, so I was okay. I was, I was like, all right, well, you need to find a place. I love the Royal Oak area. Dom's been there, I think, four years now, three years now. Yeah, four years, something like that. I don't know, um, maybe. So it kind Thanks of worked. giving away our, where we live. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> no, One, two, three. Literally at the beginning three. of the show, he said these guys live in Royal. Oh, oh. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah so right. we won't I give our exact right. address. We can but, edit that. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, three seven one four two. Well, it's, it's even, not even yeah. position, but do you want the responsibility of owning a house? Right? Do you want to do all the things that I think that's where it comes back yeah. to both of us? Like, I love no, like no. I mean, like come cut mine, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we do, we do do our own yard work, but I think it does kind of go back to, uh, you know, we don't have a, a family. We don't, yeah. you know, we're just, we're it's, kind of in the same boat as a lot of, uh, kids, I think our age, but, yeah. um, 
I mean, you know, we've been through a couple of transitions and, you know, when the time's right, it's right, but oh, we're right. entrepreneurs here. So, yeah. um, you know, the, at least my money hasn't been going towards purchasing a property yet. So, <laughs> no. but you guys yeah. are doing a smart, you, yeah. Some of you guys are all splitting the rent, you know, yeah. living together, having a good time. Um, we don't know where we want to live. We don't know where exactly. we want to live. Well, that's the thing up, too, is, so. is being younger as well. Like the Royal Oak Metro Detroit area, I guess there's a lot more younger people there, Yeah, you know, so then you can interact with them and you can kind of network with people your own age, um, which helps out, I think a ton. And it's just, it's, it's a good area to be in at a younger age. And again, I don't know Especially where I want to buy summer, right? We talked about traveling earlier. I yeah. mean, Royal Oak is a, is a vibe. It's, well, we haven't been there either. Place, so yeah. we, I feel like we've been gone every weekend, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an easier place to leave when yeah. you do have your buddy set uh, yeah. all of their, yeah. well that you know, too, too, but also like, I mean, to go down to a Tigers game, it's a quick 20 minute drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you can get down there. So I enjoyed the area we found just to go back to like pricing the house we're renting. We found a great deal on. Yes. Yeah. So that kind of helped out a ton too. Um, you know, it's, it's not an arm and a leg to, to pay rent there, which yeah. Royal Oak is a more expensive place anyway. Yeah. To buy. I don't think to actually like rent is sure. not too bad, but sure. so that kind of helped out and I don't know. And you I, get to live with your brother. I mean, you guys work fun. together, live together. How many Do years have has it been beds? since you actually have lived together? Oh, I, it, probably seven. Really? Well, because right. I mean, when I graduated high school, I was gone. Um, he was in college. Yeah. So that's four years. I still went two more years out of college and then he was already yeah. living in Royal Oak. So yeah. I, I probably eight Who, years. Who's ago. messier out of you two? Oh, it's hundred percent Dom. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to get into too much, I, I, but fight, fight, I'm a, fight, fight. I was, I was actually, before we started the show, I was telling Rory, I'm a like a neat freak and a germaphobe. Not, not bad. When I say I'm germaphobe, not horribly bad, but Tom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like I, I like things to be on the cleaner side. So I have to pick up after him a little bit, but Dame beats to his own job. You know how I am as an individual. I just kind of mind my own business and Dame's the kind of the one that, you know, will take things into his own hand. He does a great job. I like living with Dame because he does keep me and our other roommate on edge and he, you know, accountability. On edge. on edge. I don't think on I edge. keep on edge. I, I, well, because line, I mean, line in, is what yeah. well, there's yeah. things that Whatever. need to be done. I, I, you have to vacuum. You have to cut the grass. You but have to clean the, the bathrooms. You have to clean the kitchens and we're old enough. Now. I don't think I need to come and tell you every day. Like, Hey Dom, I think we should clean the kitchen today. <laughs> if it's got to get done, it's got to get done. You just yeah. do it. Yeah. I do do basically all of those things on my own. <laughs> He's just a very, uh, I don't He's even. He's very anal retentive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very particular. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. what makes the world go round, though. I'm, yeah. I'm sure living with, yeah, I'm sure there's some things he does that drives you crazy. Yeah. He, no, there is. Yeah. But I just, I just <laughs> shut up. I would rather not argue. I think it's good to hash out if you have something to hash out because then you don't have a big blow up. Yeah. Are you the youngest or do you have a younger no, brother? No, we have a, uh, we actually are actually Dante's in commercial real estate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll have to have him on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Do yeah. the three Ds on the podcast. Oh he just sold the bur- You guys could all sit on the same couch. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're, we're thicker guys. We have thick legs. So I don't think he's uh, – he just sold the Burger King, so shout out Dante. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way right to go. On, man. Yeah. Way to go, Dante. Uh, yeah, he's been working on that one for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Different, we're different definitely ha- – this is going to happen. Oh, it has to. The three Ds on the it podcast. It has to. Yeah. But you're all sharing one microphone. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's wrap this up. Guys. Yeah, this has been absolutely incredible. Uh, first podcast. We've been dreaming about this for a while. Uh, great job, everybody. I, I think that uh, hopefully this was some great content for our listeners. Um, and this is the intent of this whole thing. It's not just to talk about business. It's not just talk, you know, uh, boring insurance details, real estate. It's like, hey, let's give some good information. Let's mix in some fun stuff with conversations, travel. We sit around and talk about sports a lot. Um, we, we, like we said, we love golf. You guys love hockey. Um, you're a big hunter, yep. out, out, avid out, outdoorsman. I like to hunt. Um, 
you know, just a mix of kind of who we are as people and uh, kind of just sharing our everyday conversations with you guys. Um, if you would like to um, have a topic like Rory said at the beginning that you want us to cover, um, please like and share our podcast. Please comment and tell us what, what kind of topics you'd like us to cover. And we will consider those for future um, episodes. We're going to do this once a week. Yep. Right. We'll record once a week and put it out there. We'll have some different snippets from the podcast out through different uh, social media channels. But um, thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. And uh, this is uh, first episode of Mac Podcast. Mac Podcast. You guys have a blessed day. See ya. Take care.